Welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast, and you're probably expecting me to do a really tired, predictable, Easter-related intro. And you're right, as on Easter Sunday, Stoke failed to resurrect their season, and despite an, despite an excellent display, we're very cross with the referee. And a 3-0 defeat means, <laughs> barring a miracle, this season is probably our last supper at the top table. In other news, oh. is Shakiri a Judas? And will we finally stop crucifying the team after that display? Here to pass over all of this are Ben Cartwright. Good morning. Good morning. And Chris Brammer. Good morning. And that was wonderful. Oh, good. Oh. I was, yeah, I cobbled that up in about five minutes and I think it probably shows, but uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so, chaps, it's been it's been uh, two weeks, I think, since we last did a podcast because of them internationals and whatnot. But yeah, Stoke... Stoke are back. Yay. Yay for Stoke. Um, yes. Uh, we played Arsenal yesterday in the Premier League. We lost 3-0. Uh, perhaps not the worst performance, but uh, at this stage we really kind of need those result things and yeah. we don't seem to be getting them. Uh, three word reviews before we get into it. Uh, hope that kills you. Not a penalty. It's almost over. Didn't even watch. Hate false hope. Wilshire sucks forever. Never going to score. End it now. Uh, still love Stoke. No miracles today. Better than expected. Won the ball. No more Wenger. Unleash Tyrese, please. We'll rise again. Hughes out now. Um, <laughs> glad I'm drunk. No end product. Hughes toxic legacy. One step beyond. Feel so depressed. Jack Butland's face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pluck not enough, all for nothing, poor recruitment costs, mid table championship side. Ooh. That's depressing. Um lads, uh mm. that that's that was a bit of a shit one, wasn't it? Cuz we didn't actually play badly and we still lost. I mean, yeah, that's going to be how we describe Paul Lambert's tenure, I feel. I mean, we keep on playing all right against teams that we probably should struggle against. Um, and then we play a bit rubbish against the teams that we probably should be beating, a.k.a. Everton. So it's a bit of a weird one, really, because the only major theme with Paul Lambert's tenure is is losing um, or drawing. So sorry, Paul. Uh, hasn't quite worked out. Um, doesn't look like it's going to work out. It was just really gutting yesterday, really. I didn't really know how to react when the penalty was delivered, because it wasn't. I mean, the the only thing that happened to me was just anger at Alan Smith, and I think that was a, a sort of thing that happened, <laughs> as if as if it was Alan Smith's fault, um, this sort of clearly biased Arsenal idiot, um, who it was his fault that Craig Pawson, his eyes don't work, or the other two highly paid officials don't work, because the ball was won. I mean... He he hardly. Who made the foul? Was it in die? Uh, Martin's Indy. In, Martin's Indy. Um, he didn't even really touch Özil. Özil kicked him. Like there was literally no contact from Indy mm-hmm. onto Özil. Yeah. Um, so I don't really understand where the penalty was had because um, from what I can see, if you kick someone else, then then that's not a foul to the person that was kicking. Um, but anyway. That's the that's the predicament that we're stuck in now. Is 
going back to to minute details of games and saying that's the problem here. That little penalty is the problem. Um, <laughs> Newsflash, mm. probably not the problem. Um, obviously gutting. Obviously they didn't deserve to win 3-0. Um, and it's especially annoying against Arsenal fans. As I see bloody messages in group chat saying, can't wait till Stoke go down. Mm. Piss off. Mm. Uh, I've got a theory about Arsenal fans. Um it's that they don't exist. They're not real people like you and me. They're, they're, they're not like human beings. Um, I think they're, they're virtual or mm. inventions mm. of the, the state. Um, <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got a few uh, pieces of evidence to back this up. I'm not, I'm not just saying all, all Arsenal fans don't exist because that would be silly. Right. But um, you look at the half-empty stadium... For no reason. Mm-hmm. That's that's one. Um, there's the Arsenal fan TV people. They're all just characters. They're not just like normal everyday folk. They're they're, they're like being played by actors. Like Westworld. Because uh, no one's that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Robots. I haven't considered robots. <laughs> um, and also every other Arsenal fan, I think, is on Twitter. And they're like Russian bots and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think there's a global conspiracy to keep Arsenal relevant. And no one in actual London where the actual play is is really a... Because they're just so silly, <laughs> Arsenal. They're just so, <laughs> just so silly. Um, they're all... Well, well I, just, I think... They're a bit what, you... kind of like... Um, they just They just say ridiculous things and then they're like... <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! I'm really angry with Wenger and stuff. And like, you've won three FA Cups in the past four years, and we're supposed to feel sorry for you. And then you're still obsessed with that Ryan Shawcross after yeah. seven years. And like, oh, I hope Stoke get liquidated because they they sang a rude song about an injury a man had. You know, um, yeah, they're, they're not they're not real people. Yeah, I think I think you're right. But I would go one further and say actually. Every Arsenal fan is just one person who controls an account called Laughably Lacazette. <laughs> yeah, this is this is it. It's it's one guy in Saint Petersburg just operating a load of <laughs> Arsenal fans, influencing yeah. Twitter oh polls goodness. about who's who's the best team. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm looking forward to not having to deal with Arsenal twice a year, if honest, mm. because like, I hate. I hate playing Arsenal in yeah. the I hate that it's I know we've said about it before, but I hate Oh, Aaron Ramsey, Ryan Shawcross, oh let's give Aaron Ramsey man of the match even though he didn't really deserve it. <laughs> but oh, you've got yeah. to love that. I, I was oh, I was I saying the it. other day I I wanted us to break another Arsenal player's leg just for the you know what? just to carry on the saga. I genuinely had the same thought. I genu- with the, there was two minutes left in it was injury time three 0 down I was like just someone just do one in just do their leg in let's restart it we're off for ten years see you later have a nice life <laughs> it would be incredible with with Özil's fibia as a trophy <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness yeah I think that's that game covered. Um, we didn't play badly, though, did we? Like, it was organised. Like, and I think the, the, the three-word review that said it's the hope that kills you is really, really right. Cause Literally every week. I, 
I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really care for the game because I'm like, we never win at the Emirates, and then it was nil nil at half time, and I'm like, oh, oh, some, what could we do? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we could lose. Never mind. <laughs> there we go. Back to why normal. did I bother yeah. getting happy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we 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 have lost every single game we've played at the Emirates uh, in our history, so I don't know. I don't. Yeah, none of us were expecting that to change, but it's just the the frustration of having it. It, it did literally revolve around that penalty decision, and they they hadn't created an awful lot up until then. We'd had a couple of goodish chances, and uh, let's jump in with the thing you were talking about. Uh, well, my microphone played up, Chris. Uh, you you think Paul Lambert is staying oh. forever? Oh yeah, forever and ever and ever. Yes. Um. I mean, we said it about it last week, but I don't see the board getting to the end of this season and being like, well, you didn't keep us up, Paul, and we may have given you a near two-year or whatever contract, but we're not going to stick with you because, God, they kept Mark Hughes for far too long when it was quite obvious we didn't shouldn't have kept him. So they'll be honourable, they will honour their contracts, and I can see Paul Lambert staying. And Again, Paul Lambert has done nothing offensive. He's not angered me to the point literally he has literally done nothing offensive all he's done is set us up to defend (laughs) he's but i mean he hasn't angered me to the point of mark hughes but i just this team i don't see it going anywhere with him bless him um and that is my fear i don't i don't think it's simply a case of the the damage had already been done before he came here and but 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 i what he has done, I don't think, has been good enough. Well, it certainly hasn't been good enough to keep us in it. What? And I don't think it's going to be good enough to launch a comeback what? next season. Especially with all the good, positive news coming out of the club. Yeah. <laughs> but is that his fault? Like, playing devil's advocate, how much can anyone do with this squad of players? Like, everyone says about the lack of players, the lack of strikers particularly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when Saido Berahino came on yesterday, I thought, wow, we're going to win it. We're going to win it 4-1. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing there for him. The poor man is probably trying his absolute best, but he's going home to his family and being like, for fuck's sake, there's no fucking strikers. <laughs> he's probably as angry as us. <laughs> is that one of the chickens from Chicken <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Um, oh gosh! Ah, <laughs> oh, brilliant. What, what, what if uh, Paul's win against Huddersfield in January is his only win of the season, and we get relegated with roughly the same amount of points we do now? Would sh- sh- the board surely wouldn't just go? Ah, well, probably just fine. <laughs> well, if we if we if we lose every game to the end of the season, will they still go? Um, yeah, let's just keep him, see how it goes. I honestly wouldn't put anything past the board at this stage um, for <laughs> incredulous say. decisions. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, yeah. I don't think that will happen. I mean, this is the issue with, with our predicament, is that we've got so many shticks to sort of be like, oh no, but Charlie Adam got sent off against Everton. Oh no, Charlie Adam missed that penalty. Oh no, Jack Butler made that mistake. That... It's almost you can you can see the board saying that as well. If they can say what what's the fuss about Mark Hughes, they can <laughs> quite easily say, well, Paul Lambert on a in a in a separate universe, we're on fifty points and we get Europa League football this season with since Paul Lambert came on or something. But that's not the case, is it? Um, it it's yeah, I think he will stay. I agree with Chris. 
unfortunately. I don't know how disappointed I am about that. Um, it might be nice to have that sort of defensive security over a season with a few more signings. Obviously, we'll have to make a few signings. I think it will be a, a big squad rehaul, uh, overhaul, um, which we'll talk about probably multiple times. That will be the the subject of the mm. podcast for many, many, many weeks. Um so yeah, I, I I don't know what I think about it. Who else would you get in? I guess would be the the next question. That, and and there that is Great that's Potter. a very very good point. And I do think that I do think that your point there, Dave, is probably there is elements to it. Like what what can oh no, it was you Ben? Sorry, what do you expect him to have done with this squad? And maybe like part of me would will obviously hope if he stays. Well, I hope that he's the guy, you know, he brings his own players in, he rebuilds the squad as he would like. We get rid of the people who are clearly lacked, have lost motivation, but I don't know, I don't, I just don't really trust him with a rebuild job, nor do I trust the board to get the right players in, and mm. he, I just don't really trust any of them to do anything <laughs> competently right now. That's the, that's the problem. But equally, who would you get, eh? Why would you get rid of him? Who would you get? I, like, this takes me back to January this yeah, year, doesn't exactly. it? Bloody hell. Um, but genuinely, genuinely, at this point, I don't know who you'd get in. Hmm. Because as much as I, I am romantically attached to the idea of getting Graham Potter in, I don't know if that would work. Because, like, we are... We, we almost need a dictatorial figure to come in. I don't know too much about Graham Potter, <laughs> but I do know that how his... Uh, how his, how his career so far has gone? He's been a very um, they've they've been a very unique club, haven't they over there? He's had his players going out and performing in theatres and like doing things off the pitch to improve their confidence. And it's very much, I don't know, I don't, I could I could just see that awful situation where he comes in and it doesn't work for a few months and then he gets. Mm. Oh, I just I just want. I I know who, I know who we're getting. Oh no! He's he's just become available in the summer. It's Big Mick McCarthy. <laughs> I, genuinely, genuinely, I wouldn't have an issue with that at all. I, I, oh, I'm goodness. I'm so pro Mick McCarthy. I can't believe. Oh it. my I, goodness! I don't like not on a not on a football. He, he's matter. He's got that no nonsense. It's uh, just got that lovely kind of uh, Yorkshire dismissal of everything. <laughs> and he, he just, he, I think he hates football deep down, which is quite good. Um, it's, it's happened. Stoke, Stoke has broken he's, everyone. I can't believe this is happening. He's an alright manager, uh, I think. And yeah, I think he wouldn't stand for any shit. Um, and also, I think he'd just, yeah, he'd be like, yeah, Mick McCarthy. You know where you stand with Mick McCarthy. Mid table. Um, yeah, <laughs> there, mid table. And I'm taking mid table right now. Because I don't trust us to not do a Sunderland at the moment. Um, oh God! I think I think the the logical thing to do is is and the thing that Stoke will do hopefully is Paul Lambert's got a two year contract, or whatever. Is it a season half or two years? Um, and they'll run out this season. They'll give him a first season in the Championship if we go down. Um, when we go down, and if he if he's got if if they are. Uh, motivated for promotion if they really want to get back into Premier League straight away if he doesn't achieve promotion in that first season of the Championship whatever happens he can finish whatever um, if top half or whatever sack, like get rid of him 
contract. Thank you, Paul. You tried your best. You're clearly not good enough, just about, or you're really horrific if we're in League One. Um, we're going to bring someone else in and then we'll see what happens. I think that's what's going to happen. Yay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a fairly bleak picture. I, uh, yeah, I may be just getting a bit, yeah, placing a bit too much faith in the board by suggesting they'd uh, sack off Lambert because I don't think he's good enough. And I think me and you, Chris, probably more than Ben, just would rather cut our losses with him now than than give him a go in the championship. But you know we we maybe being a bit harsh there. I don't know. It's a whole different league in the championship and all that business. Um, yeah, you mentioned there Ben the question of like overhauling the squad and you know which players do you keep, uh, which players do you get rid rid of, blah blah blah. I think uh, get rid of them all. I would. <laughs> Quite happily, just you know, start again from scratch next season because uh, even the kind of three players I really like in this team, I think they're going anyway. So, um, so Butland, Allen, Shakiri, uh, Bauer, I think they're all gone. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, so, not Bauer. Do you think yeah, Bauer will go? Bauer will go. I th- yeah, Bauer's too good. Um, yeah, but like, but do, I mean, Chris, let go. Genuinely, do you think though that after six months, someone will pick him up? Like, I and, think it, it, I, I, think, I think he's good them. enough, and I think that he deserves a place in the Premier League side. But Europe's a big place. That... Yeah, yeah, but honestly, I don't. I but, can't see Bauer staying. I think he's too too good. Oh, I kind of was hoping that he'd stay in, <laughs> at, least, at least to get no, us promoted. No, Chris, Dave and I know. We know. He's Let gone. Let go, Chris. Let go. Aww. Yeah, but but apart from those, everyone else, meh, you know. Well, there's uh, a lot of chat on Bojan coming back and, and ripping up the championship, which would be a, which is a lovely dream I had about three weeks ago, and a lovely dream that isn't going to come to fruition, in my opinion, as well. Um, mm, yeah. I just can't see there, there, there coming is... back and being happy to stay here in the championship, even. No, especially after you know the way the club is. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Paul Scholes. You literally could have got me back because I was not even involved in matchday squads. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I can come back now and I'll play in the second tier of English football and be happy about it. To- I just said Paul Scholes, Tony yeah. Scholes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting uh... Paul Lambert, Tony Scholes, Paul Scholes. Peter, maybe, maybe we need I'd Paul get Paul Scholes in. Yes, maybe Paul Scholes. Maybe we do the uh, class do... of '92 thing. Get get Gary Neville and uh, uh, Phil Neville's got a job now. But uh. yeah, get get those lads in. See if they can do anything. Jamie uh, Carragher's out of work. To... Yeah, the, this is to play in He's the team, presumably not to manage. Yeah, both. Uh, so, yeah, both. Because Couldn't I would pick worse. I would pick Paul Scholes now over Charlie Adams. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um but yeah, like I said, the rest of them, uh I really just hate this team. Uh Adam, you know, man, Bruno well man about uh, okay, Bruno's going. Um oh. Bruno Bruno's one of the good ones I think might go. Is Ryan um, going? Uh dunno. I think you might stay. Would you uh, be happy about that, though? Because you said you you hate everyone, uh, so... 
<laughs> oh, okay, right. Uh, I hate I hate 90% of this team then. Yeah. Um, uh, where was I? Adam, my feelings well known about. Hesse, Batman, just get in the Batcave with you. Don't like you. Uh, Chupo, don't like him. Uh, Chupo will stay though. Vimmer, I think. Vimmer. Oh, Vimmer. Eight, like 80 could... million. But, but how are we going to offload Vimmer? We're not. What the hell's going on there? He couldn't. He couldn't get on the bench yesterday, and we played Thomas Sorensen's son or something on the bench. It was weird. And um, Berahino, I think, is the worst player ever. He's going to stay though. It's just our. It's just our luck, isn't it? When we really needed a striker, we bought the worst one. Of all the strikers in the world, we bought the worst person at being a striker. Um, <laughs> you wonder what's next for him, yeah. though. Like, in on a human basis, like where oh, does God, he go? He'll, he'll, he'll stay as well. He's going to stay he'll until his contract he's... runs out. But then is it just is that his career over? Because literally, he has had a, hope so. a career-defining stint at our football club. <laughs> a career and defining mm. in, as in he can't. He's a striker yeah. who can't score goals. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness! And you don't. I don't even see him. Like, I saw one or two people in there desperately clinging to positivity by saying, you know, well, maybe that's what he needs a season in the championship to, to get more confidence. <laughs> no, you're gonna, stop it. You're stop, score stop indulging in him. Stop indulging him by saying, oh, he just needs one. Oh, just give him pens, you know, just just try, just just literally place him... the ball on his feet on on the goal line and hope I mean, he can score it. I'm all for giving him pens and just making him work in an office <laughs> for, the, for uh... the remainder of his contract. Like <laughs> that. He, he, yeah, he, oh, just I just hate him. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. This like honestly, you could follow this podcast, um, and over the last few weeks. Our range of emotion has been the different stages of grief. Yeah, <laughs> it's so like yeah. we're I now think we're just at acceptance. Aren't we, we are, but we're also still a little bit angry about it, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah, we're not. Yeah. We're not sad anymore. Oh no. Um, uh, let's move on to something I quite enjoyed. I know this divided opinion on the Stoke fans uh, online and stuff. Uh, Marko Natovic did some things at the weekend. Um, he does not like Mark Hughes. Now, I don't like Mark Arnautovic, but I also really don't like Mark Hughes. So, uh, I think I was siding with Mark on this one, just uh, just winding up his old manager. Uh, did, the, did the reason oh, for it come out, or did, was there any quotes? I saw there was a Mirror article, I didn't want to click on it. I don't know if anyone did. Um, I think there was a sort of... The reason behind Marco's celebration. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because he's an iron. Yeah, he, lo- uh, he, loves, the, he loves the irons. Um, oh, I'm forever blowing bubbles. <laughs> that's, his, that's his favourite song. He has it as a ringtone. <laughs> I bet he does. I bet he does. <laughs> and he's got his children in West Ham, in slightly too long West Ham shirts as his, his iPhone cover <laughs> photo, whatever you call it. <laughs> Touching the ground he, he, with Arnie on the Mar- back. Marco's there eating pie mash. Uh, <laughs> Jelly deals. Oh, he's he's uh, driving a black cab around. I I am happy in the knowledge that 
Marko Anatovic will probably hand in a transfer request at West Ham at some oh. point. And that, oh, that'll be that great. Be that'll glorious. be great. That oh, my goodness. He's a, he's a bloody talented player, and I liked him rubbing it in Mark Hughes' face. Um, God. But, I mean, it's kind of like the... Like when you know when it was the presidential election and everyone's like, oh, it's the lesser of two evils. It's kind of that situation, isn't it? Mark Hughes versus Marko Anatovic. But then, yeah, maybe. But the the thing I thought about was in that in that moment was one, how bad must Mark Hughes's Saturday night been? Like, imagine being in his house after losing three <laughs> nil to West Ham and that happening to you yes. it must have been awful two I, I really wanted it to be four yeah in, in, but in the corridors of, of the Southampton offices like in the, at the moment there must be conversations being like who the fuck said to sign Mark Hughes who, whose idea was that and they're all like there's all like this the thick of it sort of conniving going on being like what, what what's going on because they must be happening. They must consider that they. I reckon at Southampton they're proper up themselves about recruitment, being like, "Oh, everyone, everyone thinks we're <laughs> yeah. the best." It's like, no, you're not. Yeah. Um, I. Oh, where was I? Sorry, it's gone. It's too early in the morning. <laughs> Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes. Uh, something. Yeah, I've just. Um, just kind of a bit bemused, like when Mark Hughes was appointed at Southampton. All the pundits were like, "Oh, you know, he'll he'll get them up and firing, and uh, he'll get them really motivated. He'll get them better organised, better better organised, firing, motivated. Like, have you not watched Stoke for the past two years? And like, oh yeah, really shrewd appointment. That yeah, he'll keep them up. Yeah, because you know he's uh, played for them for one season, and yeah, it's a good appointment. And like. <laughs> Uh, and then they beat Wigan, the League One team, in his first game. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, really good appointment. Look, look how much better they are. Him. <laughs> He's got to be amazing for them. And they're playing West Ham, who the last home game, their players were fighting their fans <laughs> on the pitch, and they're still going to stay up. How 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 are these teams still staying up? How are Swansea still staying up? How are Huddersfield, who oh, basically uh, are just a few men in flat caps staying up. How are West Ham who are just fighting each other all the time? They're fighting each other and they're going to stay up. But Mark Hughes in his in his infinite ability is probably going to take two teams down this season. And What's the legacy? Well that take Yeah. I, They'll be I build, hope... building statue of him at Huddersfield, I think. More than anything, <laughs> I hope that Southampton go down just so people can um Stop saying. Well, he's a manager who's never been relegated. Yeah. That pointless stat. That the yeah. worst gets, stat. Yeah, that is pointless. Neither's Lambert either. <laughs> it's just the fact that <laughs> they got sacks. You got sacked. Congratulations for getting sacked early enough. You mug. <laughs> um, oh. Uh, so yeah, it's not been a very good week for Stoke, uh, given certain stories that are coming out of the uh, the Stoke camp. <clears throat> Uh, Ibrahim Afalai uh, frozen out of the squad uh, due to um, why? Why is he being frozen out of the squad, Chris? What's going on? I uh, I don't know. I don't okay. know why. I, I genuinely um, why why? I mean, I don't think he's he's not featured at all, has he? Since 
I cannot tell you the last time I saw him, like even on a bench. Yeah, and it's it is bizarre because uh, I don't know. It's not like, how, it's not like uh, we're blessed with midfielders either. No, I don't know how much you guys rate Afalai or not, but it is a bit strange that we've got like a former Dutch international just not anywhere near the team, uh, given how much we've struggled in midfield. So something's clearly gone on, and that's not a good thing. Uh, but like, yeah, it's just like every every week we've got a story from the club that's just like, oh god, yeah, oh god, and you just kind of get on with it now because yeah. like the uh, the narrative's already set. You're just kind of sliding down this river of crap. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, that story was shortly followed by a story from uh, the Swiss press my favourite press, um, which uh, had an interview with Jordan Shakiri, and he uh, is... I think he's been listening to this podcast, lads, because he's basically said, um, we're crap, apart from Shakiri. Um, mm-hmm. Ronaldinho would struggle to do anything in this team, <laughs> and we're time. just a bunch just a bunch of shit. Um, former Stoke legend, Shay Given has uh, responded on Match of the Day 2, saying, I would get him in a headlock uh, after those comments, uh, given then would probably drop him and let him roll over into the net. (laughs) Uh, But there you go. Uh, Lads, um, it's pretty hard to defend our mate Shaq on this one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I can't see why you'd say that, to be honest. I mean, I... As much as I'd love to be partisan and just say, yeah, he's our best player, do whatever he wants. I mean, I can't imagine the reaction if, if say, Charlie Adam said something like that to the to the <laughs> Scottish press. Um, so it's it's just a bit embarrassing, and it just feels like a massive shame. I just I just think I read it, I saw it on my phone, read the article, didn't say much, sighed a bit, put my phone down, and just sort of shut my eyes for a few minutes as I tried to. <laughs> <laughs> comprehend how, how this was going to be okay. I mean, the only thing that, that is okay about it is that Paul Lambert has got enough sense to sort of not drop him um, for the rest of the season, which pro- <laughs> probably would have been the right thing to do, um, but not the thing that we needed, whatever that Batman quote is. Um, so, yeah, why now? Why say it now? If It's clear that you're good. <laughs> you're good at football, Jordan. But at the same time... See, I, I, I start getting bitter with these sorts of comments. I'm like... Jordan, you're great, and you're, you're probably my favourite player in the squad at the moment, but you're still playing for us, so don't get too cocky, you little shit. You're playing mm. for Stoke City, we're in a relegation battle. Arn- Arnautovic managed to save us, <laughs> for a season at least. Why do- Why can't you just get us those points? Um, I jest, kind of. Um, but yeah, why say it now? I-, I I don't understand. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah. I, I I can't um, see a positive. I know I know I know. Maybe Chris will say this. Maybe uh, that it will improve us or sort of jerk us into a, a good position. Which I guess nothing else is working. So so probably maybe he's thinking of the greater good, the greater good. But I can't see it. I think he's thinking of the greater good in terms of his uh, his next move. Mm. Well, I think yeah. that's probably more. Like, mm. I, it was. I mean, did you see when it was put to Paul Lambert? on Sky what Paul Lambert said about no what did Paul Lambert say Paul Lambert said that the quotes weren't from last week they were from months ago and that it's been dealt with 
Is that better? I don't know. I don't know. Like God, translation I mean, still, service is slow, isn't it? <laughs> well, it took, it took them a while, didn't it? Does this magazine uh, take three months to go to press? It. I. What? I mean, whenever it was said, it's bloody still, Swiss timekeeping, isn't it? It's come out in the. It's come out in the press, and it doesn't. Uh, there's. It's. It's not good, is it? But. Um, yeah. The only like, thing you can't, you can't blame you can't blame him for thinking that. I think it's unprofessional for it for him to to say it. Um, yeah, but think don't this, say. But yeah, I said. I mean, I said this on Twitter. Gen- genuinely, at this point, I don't care. <laughs> don't care anymore. I just don't like it's it's him say him saying that is not going to be the reason we go down. Like. And it and like double standards. Charlie Adams saying stuff winds me up more than Jordan Shakiri because <laughs> at least Jordan Shakiri is right in what he says, in that he's like, "Look, I can't do everything." Yeah, you can't. Charlie Adam can't do any of it. But like, Shakiri is clearly this is the home stretch now. Where can I go in the summer? Let's start putting the feelers out. I'm not happy here, guys. Let's get him moved on, and he will move on, even if we were to stay up. So. Like, it's unprofessional, and but it didn't anger me because I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Uh, we we are kind of at that stage of just like yeah, where every kind of crap story isn't isn't really enough to get you ang- angry anymore. It's that kind of shutting down reaction that uh, Ben you you mentioned. I mean, the only thing I would say, not really in his defence, but kind of uh, in response to re- to the reaction to it is. I think the thread on the oatcake about this comments was called Shakiri has given up, which I don't think when you look at his performances on the pitch is actually true. Um, I don't think his uh, attitude on the pitch has been affected and I don't think it's really affected the team around him. Like on the basis of yesterday, you know, you'd have thought if if the comments were going to have a real damaging effect on the team, we perhaps would have seen it yesterday and... You know, there'd have been a lot of infighting and giving up on the pitch, but we didn't actually see that. So, no. um, there you go. And I did enjoy the comment about throwing the spoon. He's not going to throw the spoon. <laughs> Good. Good. Because I'd hate for that to happen. <laughs> mm. Who knows what would happen if he threw the spoon? What's in the spoon? What's on, is it in or on the spoon? On the spoon. What's on the spoon? That yeah. there would be pudding all over the place. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh. Christ! What has Imagine happened to this podcast? I, the, the the moment that I sort of give up on everything is is if Joe Allen comes out and says something like that. Little old Joe keeps himself to yeah. himself. Yeah. If there's like a sort of a long read with, <laughs> with a it's on the front page of the Alan, mail. They're or all shite. Joe opens up and it's just like all of these quotes about how we're just dreadful. Um, yeah, that would be that would be like, hard. Joe Allen gets caught pissing on the stadium or something. That, <laughs> that, that would be the idea. Um, <laughs> oh well, yeah, he'd be like, egging the stadium yeah. with his chicken eggs. <laughs> well, that's appropriate given the time of year. Uh, so <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, um, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm just kind of just broken this morning. Uh, let's move on to. Uh, the new feature that's going to run from now until the end of the season. I'm looking forward to this because it's it's more positive uh, 
stuff from the Wizards of Drift, all the positivity we're known for and famous for among Stoke fans, is the Wizards of Drivel Guide to the Championship, where we kind of just discuss anything that we've got to look forward to next season in Division 1 slash Division 2, depending on how old you are. Uh, lads, have we got anything that we're looking forward to or just any kind of insight into the world of the EFL next season? I have a, I have a big one, and that's that um, Robbie Savage won't be watching us on that settee on BT Sport and so we won't have to put up with clips of him talking about Stoke being oh why did they get rid of Mark Hughes we don't need to put up with Robbie Savage <laughs> that's that is brilliant uh, uh, you know why I haven't heard from Robbie Savage this weekend funnily enough oh that's he's, uh, and it's weird, I think he's it? quote tweeting loads of people's dogs or something I think I, I, I had a look on his Twitter and there's just random stuff going on. I don't know if he's gone sort of gone, um, but if, if someone could sort of check that out and explain what that's all about, that would be nice. I The reason why I, I think this, this segment of the podcast is a good idea, I'll let the listeners know why. We did a whole special edition of who would replace Mark Hughes. And it and it didn't happen. Yes, it didn't happen. So if we cover what's good about the championship, you catch my drift. Um, I'm the thing I'm looking forward to is um, my girlfriend said to me uh, when it was uh, we went to the Everton game together, which was probably the worst game to take a sort of part-time Stokes City supporting girlfriend when it's freezing cold, snow literally on your lap, and. Charlie Adam gets sent off um, for a foul on, on Wayne Rooney about 10 metres in front of me. Um, but she said to me as we were walking down afterwards, obviously I was, I was feeling very sorry for myself, and she said, oh, um, well, the only reason you support Stoke is because they're cool, and if they get relegated, they'll be that bit cooler. Um, so you've got that. <laughs> right, OK. Um, which is nice. The other, the other thing I'm getting a lot of is from my Portsmouth supporting flatmate is, oh... Portsmouth away will be a great away day next season for us um, if they get promoted from League One. Um, and on a serious note, I guess the thing that was always great about <clears throat> the Championship was just the unpre- unpredictability of, of everything, of just the belief going into any game. I mean, this season we've had belief going into pretty much no games. Um, imagine going into a game and thinking we might actually be able to get a result. That is, It's a feeling that, that I've missed. Yeah, um... I'm looking forward to the new font. I think uh, that'll, that'll be good. Something a bit different uh, on the back of our shirts. And I'm looking forward to playing some of these teams that I like those Arsenal fans. I don't think they're real football teams. I think Brentford, you know, what's that all about? That's not a real place. No one, no one's a, Have you been to Brentford? Um, yeah, not not real. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot more local away games for me, which is important. Uh, Blackburn, Wigan, Preston, uh, yeah, Leeds. I get get to go to Leeds again. Leeds is ace. Uh, Chris, you've got the two Sheffield teams in there. I I've got the two Sheffield teams, and depending on what Barnsley do, if they stay up, could go there. I know that'll be good. Like and. It's going to be great. There's going to be some great grounds to go to. I want to, I want to um, um, hear the the Wigan atmosphere as well. Uh, oh yeah, the, the the famous Wigan Wigan mm. Stadium. It'll just be rocking, of course. Uh, always mm. a good crowd there in in Wigan uh, for the rugby. Oh, Greg. 
Um, Seeing and World also, Greek literally on fire would be yeah, so. that would be that would be fantastic. Uh, going to Ipswich, which um, is roughly twenty miles, twenty uh, hours away from where anyone lives. Um, <laughs> go, going to Ipswich, but with our new manager Mick McCarthy, <gasps> and he tells their fans to fuck off again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like, like one of my favourite things Mick McCarthy's done this season. Tell his own fans to effort. Just yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he he just doesn't care. I love it. Also, um, the media coverage of our uh, season will be on Quest, the uh, new TV channel. Not this Channel Five rubbish. All the highlights are going to be given to this oh. channel called Quest apparently. Apparently you can get it on a on your free site and whatever. So yeah, just just more excitement. You don't get this in the Premier League. You don't get obscure T V channels picking up your highlights. We oh. as part of going into the football league though, we surely would have to sign up to that iFollow. Have you seen the iFollow what, that they have? What's that? Where it's basically I don't think it works for us, which is a shame. But it will be good for Zach the American, where you can basically you pay a subscription service and you can if you're abroad you can watch all your games. Mm. Mm. It's a good. It's a genuinely it's a really good thing. The football league have like implemented it. I know that Ox uh, listening to not the top twenty they were talking about it the other week um, about Oxford United having it. So that's exciting. Yeah, um, and also I just think it'd be nice just to to win a match. Again, that that could potentially happen if we're in the championship. We could win a football match. And yeah. Like, uh, the the ground will be uh, if if people on Twitter are to be believed, it will be just like five people in the ground because those will be the real fans. <laughs> so the season ticket holders be be a lot roomier in the ground. There'll be no queue for any of your drinks because yeah, we'll be down to five um, people. Also, um, in a world that's become a lot more conscious of plastic recycling, um, <laughs> a lot of the fans, a lot of the quotation mark fans will just be able to pop off over to another club, um, which is obviously good for the environment, um, which I'm happy about personally. And also, uh, if we do, uh, if the worst does happen in the Championship, we uh, absolutely Sunderland it, uh, we get to uh, win back the following season our beloved EFL trophy, checker trade trophy, auto windscreen shield, whatever you whatever you call it. Now we're coming back for it. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Come on. And oh, I dare, dare to dream. Anything, dare to dream. Anything being in League One is being be- is better than being in the Championship because then you get those early How rounds many... of the FA Cup where you can play like. Uh, the dog and duck reserves. Haven't and Waterloo. Instead of getting knocked out by Coventry, you get knocked out by a bloody Salford City. At least we'll be on the telly if we play Salford City. Yeah. That'd be nice. Oh, God. Yeah. How many podcasts are there in League One? Uh, I I saw a Shrewsbury podcast the other day, so I I wonder if... uh, I mean, we're going to double. We've it. shown it's not hard to do a podcast, so presumably every club in League One now has a podcast. Um, yeah, so I think that's the championship pretty, uh, pretty well analysed. 
I'm a bit. <laughs> and League One. Yeah, and League One. The the march to Two League One, one starts here. Um, here we go then. Uh, there's there's only a few games left of this this Premier League. Oh, I just hate the Premier League, lads. It's just so awful. I hate. Can't wait I to be out of the, it. I hate the good footballers. I hate the the being able to see it on TV like pretty much every other week. I hate. Uh, I hate Gary Lineker. I hate football. Um, yeah, just, uh, yeah. I hate being on match of the day. I hate people knowing who Stoke are. I hate like just having good players play for Stoke. Yeah, it was better when but it was better when there was no supporters. Mm. It I was think. better before Back. Uh, Stoke existed. I think eighteen sixty two. Eighteen sixty two was the my favourite year of supporting Stoke because we just we hadn't been settled to be disappointed. <laughs> and, and I think in our first yeah. professional season we did finish bottom of the league, uh, which is rough. <laughs> yeah, which is very Stoke of us. So yeah, eighteen sixty two. In fact, even before like. Mankind started uh, kicking I, the ball around. I'd say about. Uh, I think that was the worst point when 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 that man yeah. got a ball or a pig's bladder or whatever it was that first time and decided to kick it between two. There wouldn't have been jumpers, would they? They would have been like um, just corsets. Just he, he caught <laughs> two corsets, <laughs> yeah, and and he kicked it. Uh, I think that was the worst point mm. because then people joined yeah. in. And and really, it was better just an idea in his head. I would say it was worse uh, when society started forming and like Neanderthal man like gathered in groups, because then that that inevitably led to to sport and sport and combat really and fan culture. Fan culture. I remember on uh, Caveman yeah. Fan TV, they're always slagging off the other caveman, saying, "Oh, he, <laughs> he's, he's he's not killed that mammoth as well as I'd like." And then you've got like the ungrateful fan <laughs> thing coming in, which has led to Arsenal fan TV, which is very similar, <laughs> yeah. very similar kinds of people you get on the two things. Uh, you know what? I also I I hated um, when that tetrapod just came out of the sea yeah, you, and you, you can and draw started it back, evolution. Right back. Yeah, and then because that created back to the people, first yeah. beginnings of life. And who's responsible for our current situation? Under the people. sea, people, people, mm. exactly. Exactly, and it was it was yeah it was better before then. And you and when that when that first creature walked onto the land, you had some of those the old fans, didn't you, saying that it was better in their day when they were in the water, <laughs> swimming around amongst the rocks yes. was better. Yeah, back proper then. true true proper fans. passionate organisms rather than you know these ape, plastics ape like plastics yeah bloody plastics. Um, but even I mean, even then though, like you could look yeah, at the Big Bang relatives <laughs> saying that he was better. Yeah, better before, better before them when, before when they were existence. just just cells, <laughs> just little. Yeah, before before anything was, really. Bef- back when there was, was nothing. It was the Big Bang really that really started it. It was uh, yeah, it was just it remember when there was nothing. There. Remember having nothing. You can draw it back to that that precise <laughs> moment and say that is the reason why Stoke are getting relegated from the Premier League in 2018. Mm. Why did you bang big? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Stephen Hawking. Thank you very much for listening to the Resident Dribble <laughs> podcast. Uh, see you later. See you later, Chris.
I'll see you later, Dave. That bastard Big Bang. Um, see you later, Ben. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> uh, apologies, everyone. Go on, Stoke. <laughs>